Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonaco. I am the host, and I am on a movement to create this world a better place. If you are listening to this, please make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your tribe, because together as a collaborative, we can all do our part to create conscious wealth, create conscious communities, and to make this world a better place. Stay tuned for our next featured guest. Welcome to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because we have Jackie Lamb and she is an absolutely brilliant real estate agent that helps her clients to move into the right state of mind to attract the right buyer. And it's important because your mindset is your most important selling tool especially in everyday life and in real estate. She also uses feng shui and numerology to help find where the blocks are in your home and so that you can understand, even if you have your home beautifully and professionally styled or staged, that sometimes something can feel off. She's going to tell you some tricks and some tips on how you can sell your house better even if you don't use her for a real estate agent you can always utilize these tips so jackie welcome to the wealthy wednesday show thanks lucy it's great to be here absolutely you are so imp- i'm so impressed by you because you truly believe that when it comes to buying or selling a home but especially selling a home it's not just signing the contracts It's actually starting a time of transition. Can you tell us a little bit on how you help sellers transition and utilizing feng shui to do so? Yeah, sure, yes. Well, it starts with um, offer strategies around your thinking process. It's like, what do you believe about selling your home and um, where you're going to because you're actually ending uh, a chapter in your life and you're about to start a new one. So you're very vulnerable at that stage. So your mind is going to be going all over the place. And so the first step is that, yes, I, I give you some strategies to get you thinking clearly and positively about the outcomes that you want. And then we look at the styling of the house. And that's, yes, where I guess you can see where the blocks have, have been created. So for simple, um, sometimes with the photography, we see photographs and you see the backs of chairs or or, um, couches. And as a potential buyer coming in, they're going to, the first, because our mind, remember our mind thinks in images. We create um, pictures in our mind. So we see the back of a chair and we think, oh, I'm not welcome. Mm. It's really interesting. So it's interesting to see, you know, some of these things don't just necessarily have to um, be utilised just for selling homes, but it's like how have you furnished your home because your home is an extension of your personality. And if you've just moved into a new home, it's like you've got furnishings from your old house that doesn't fit into your new one or you just like put it here or there or um, it's just to think about what your consciousness is whilst you're styling. Now, are you styling in the present consciousness or how you want it to feel and look? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important. And, and not only is it important for your home, 
but this also can apply to your, your business. This can apply to your everyday life when you're looking to create something. Is that true? Yes, definitely. Wow. Wow. And, and I've, I've walked into homes where the first thing you see is the back of the couch. Yes. You, you feel like you're, you're, you're bumping up against this wall, even mm. though it's the couch might be only this height. And then you see, you know, beyond that is like the TV or, or mm. some other entryway. But you, 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 well, at least when I've walked in. It's like a barrier. Yeah, it's like a barrier. And I want to step back and it's like, but then the doors behind you close, so you feel like you're almost trapped. So mm. that creates a, a sense of anxiety because it's mm. not open, it's not spacious, it's not welcoming you in, it's kind of like blocking you out. So even as the homeowner coming into that every day, it's like how is that going to impact on everything else in their life? It's mm. like there's that sense of like oh, I've had a bad day at work or wherever else I've been that day and I come home and there's these barriers in front of me as well. So wow. it's impact even more. So it's just it's something to be aware of mm -hmm. as well. That's really important. And, and for individuals that are kind of interested Okay, so we talked about a barrier in, and I, I would like to propose to individuals when you first walk into an establishment, when you first walk into a house, pay attention to how you feel and then pay attention to are there barriers? Is there a couch backing behind you? Is there, is there you know, like something off? And, and then you can understand more. Yeah, and especially with the pictures, you know, how do they make you feel? You go, often I've gone into these display homes and they put these cloudy, grey, abstract pictures above your bedroom, your bed. Oh, so wow. It's like, <laughs> it's like your bed is, and your bedroom is, is, the, is um, the room of your identity. So what's that saying mm -hmm. about your identity? And if you're in a relationship, you know, a stormy scene, does that mean you're going to have a stormy relationship? So be very careful about what you put in, in your bedroom because being your identity, you want it to be uplifting, but you also want it to be um, peaceful because that's where you've got to sleep. Um, if you're single, for example, often we'll have images of single things around the house and we want to bring in a partner. So if I want to bring in a partner, it's like pair things up. You know, don't have images of, it might be a lovely image of a woman or a man, but it's better to have images of couples or have um, you know, two, uh, put two cups and saucers out or you know, set the table for two people, even if it's just for one person. It's just like you're inviting that second person in. Um, hang two towels in, in the bathroom instead of just one, those sorts of things as well. So just to be aware of because our mind works on images and what I see is what I attract. And it creates those emotions as well. Oh, that's so is also very important. Yes. Can you explain a little bit about what, what's important about the colour? Well, colour can um, uplift or pull us down. Mm. And I was styling um, up a house and it had a number two energy. And two um, has to be very careful with dark colours. Because if you have two in your numerology or if it's true energy house, it needs to look fresh and open and bright. And this house had black feature walls. So it had black, as soon as you came into the house, it's like these black feature walls and a black feature wall in the bedroom and the hallway and 
the fencing outside was all black. And it was this beautiful big house, two-storey entertainment areas, but it had this heaviness. It's like, oh, you know, it's the colour that's pulling you down. All it needed to do was have, it didn't have to have a bright colour or, you know, it could still you know, be a blue even, but the black just made it so heavy. Wow. And it can and lead to depression. Well, absolutely. That sounds like it. And some of the houses here in the United States right now, they are focusing on painting them a light gray throughout. And I, what's your take on, on houses that have the exact same color throughout the entire house? Well, gray represents, um, I don't know where I'm going in my life. I don't, I don't know what, what to do. Or it's like that in between. Mm-hmm. You know, brown is about getting stuck in the mud because you think of mud's color of brown, so it's like mm-hmm. it's, I'm stuck. Whereas grey is like, oh, I just don't know. I don't know what I want to do in my life. I'm uncertain. And it's like, yeah. And then black is like the heaviness of emotions. It's you're caught up in too much emotion with stuff. So, yes, you need to add some colour to that grey so your eyes come away from the grey. So we can't always afford to repaint walls straight away, but we can add colour in our furnishings or in, in, in what we're wearing. Um, to bring and uplift our, our awareness and our consciousness. Wow, that's really important. And you talked about numerology and you were talking about this house that was a two that had uh, black accent walls. Can you explain to our audience what is numerology and how did you, did you come up with the two? Two. Um, numerology, you know, if you follow astrology, uh, numerology has an energy and a personality and so it has positive attributes and it also has challenges and it's interesting because numbers are all around us and we have our own personal numerology chart that we can tell us you know our positive attributes and our our negative attributes and it's the same with house numbers they all have their own personality mm-hmm. so with Two energy house, as I was talking about the pairs before, two needs to be balanced. It's one and one. So I need to, have, so in a house, sense of a house, it needs to have, say, two bedside tables and lamps, not just one on each side of a bed. Or it needs to have, be feel balanced on the cupboards and the shelving. Or two pot plants on either side of the door as you enter it. You know, the garden beds. You know, if there's a tree on the left, there needs to be a tree on the right, that type of thing. So um, if you understand that, then that enhances the energy of the two. And two is all about partnerships and cooperation and um, often with a two-energy house, people living in the community, teachers, policemen, healers, are often drawn to that number. Mm, that's interesting. And how, how does somebody, no, let's say a house number is, I'm just going to throw out a random number like, 1632 or something like that how how do you uh, like with a 32 you add the three plus the two which equals five so you have the energy of 32 and some numerologists ignore that number and go straight to the lowest digit i add the two well i give you a reading on both the 32 and the five because the 30 because five can be made up by 32 or 41 or 14 so there's different energies of those numbers that you get to the number five. 
as well. Mm. So five is about change, it's about freedom and it's about discipline. So in a house sense, it needs to have that sense of freedom. Um, but So you don't want to have narrow corridors or small rooms. You need to be open and uh, large entertainment areas and it's important that the kitchen is well set up and doesn't have any broken items. So if there's broken things around the house, it's really important to either get rid of them or to get them fixed mm. to create a, a more uplifting energy as well. All right. So, so from my understanding, you would take the number, whether it's 32 or, or some other number, let's say it's a four-digit number, and you add the numbers individually to equal the number and you break it down to the, the lowest. The lowest, okay. And then individuals can look that up or they can get a hold of you and find out more information on how that numerology affects them selling their house. And can yeah. you tell us a little bit about what what area of the home uh, to focus on to improve your career? If somebody is looking, they want to have a better career, maybe they want to have a better position or they're an entrepreneur, what, what area do they need to focus on and what do they need to do about that? Okay. The career section, according to the Bagua map, is the, as you enter the front door, it's the corridor. Mm-hmm. So um, the corridor needs to be light. So if you've got a very dark corridor, then maybe keep the light on for longer periods of time and with everything, have it with intention that I'm wanting to improve, I want to bring in this new job. So um, the corridor is clear of, of um, junk. You know, if you're a family, you might have kids' toys on the ground and mm-hmm. shoes all over the place. If you do keep your shoes at the front door, have the heel facing the, um, the wall and the toe facing out. Wherever you keep your shoes, because you don't want to be facing the wall because it's like you're hitting your head against a brick wall. So if you do need to keep your shoes in the hallway, have them facing out so you're heading out into a new direction. Um, make sure that if you do have a mirror in the hallway, it's not reflecting back out the door. Recently um, I was um, coaching somebody and, and they wanted to move into state and they had a mirror that was facing out the door and they'd been applying for all these jobs okay. and nothing was happening. It's because all the good fortune is going out the door. Wow. So and see what, what what is the mirror reflecting to? So it can be on the wall reflecting the other wall as long as it's not reflecting back out the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are wanting to focus on your identity and try and understand who you are and your beliefs, the mirror facing back out, but only for a short period of time. But if you're looking for a career, yes, have um, images, have plants which represent growth. Um, you might have... Um, a positive affirmation, um, your family photos, whatever it is that you want to bring in in your career, um, probably not, you know, whatever represents your career, have that in your hallway. You know, you can have a side table. But certainly what I would do is clean the hallway, you know, mm-hmm. scrub it from top to bottom with the intention of, you know, it's clean and it's new and I'm bringing in new energy as well. That's really important to understand that. And there's been some hallways that that I've walked in and you just you just feel like, ooh, I don't know if I want to go any farther than this. And 
a lot of times you keep your visits very, very short. And those when, when there's all that clutter and, and you're not sure if you're going to trip over something or whatever. But so. also smudging. Smudging is mm. a great way to, to lift the energy of a house. And I always smudge a house before um, we put it on the market so that you're just getting rid of all the old energy in the house and you're allowing that new energy to come in. So anybody coming in and, you know, they're going to see your items around the house. So you've got to create a space so they can see themselves in it. Um, and that goes with the energy of the house as well as the um, as how it looks. Hmm. That's really important. And, and especially if, if you're going to be bringing, if you're going to be selling your house, to be able to look at what's all in there. And are you leaving space for the new person to come in? Yes. So for individuals that, you know, we've already talked about focusing more on your career. We've talked about numerology. And a lot of people are very, very interested in increasing their money, their wealth, their abundance. Can you tell us what area of the home does individuals need to focus on in order to increase their abundance? Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you're standing at your front door facing in, um, the bagware map is divided into nine areas and the far left-hand room in your house from the front entrance is the abundance room. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go into each room of your house and stand at the door, the far left-hand corner of that room is the abundance corner of that room so when you think of abundance you think of um, fullness and vibrancy so often we might have you stand there and go oh there's nothing in that corner so it's like what can I put into that corner can you put a light so I'm, I'm shedding light in my abundance area mm. crystals um, flowers plants which represent growth um, standing at your driveway the far left-hand corner of your garden, you could plant fruit trees, you know, because fruit, the fruits of abundance, abundance of fruit represents that. Um, what else can you put in? It, um, and avoid having empty vases or empty pots. You, know, you can get some beautiful big pots, but if there's nothing in it, it's going to give you a sense of emptiness. Mm -hmm. So you know, put some um, pieces of bamboo or um, fill it up with rice or paper or something and, and, um, and even put a little pot plant on the top of it or so something is growing out of it so it doesn't have that sense of emptiness. So uh, what else? Yeah, but mainly plants for the growth and light. Oh, oh that's very important. And you have a free guide to selling your home. Can you tell us about the, the seven common blocks to selling your home? And how can individuals, can you tell us more about that? And how can individuals get a hold of that? Sure, yes. Um, I've just put together a guide. There's seven areas, like when you're first thinking about putting your house on the market, is you know, finding the right real estate agent. So what are the right questions to ask them? What do you need from them? Um, as well. Looking at um, understanding that your belief system plays a part in it, you know what you believe your house is worth um, from you know, your fears, any fears about people not should, turning up to, to the open for inspections 
Um, if you've been in the house for a long time, for years and years and years, and it's been your family home, you know, how do you let go? It's like, I know I have to move. Part of me wants to move, but part of me is holding on. How do I let go to allow that buyer to come in? So some of them are, yeah, on, a, on that sort of thought level, energetic level, and then down to the presentation of the home, making sure it looks as, as um, well presented as possible because that will also um, bring in um, hopefully more money if it's presented nicely because people can see, oh, you know, this, this house is well maintained and I can feel myself in here. I can really imagine that I'm in this house. So the presentation as well. Mm-hmm. So it just covers, you know, seven different areas that can be a block, not always, but to be aware of so that you go in to selling your home, feeling confident and positive that you'll get um, the buyer and it will be in the time frame that you want. So you're taking back control from um, outside sources. And how can they get a hold of this? It's on my website, um, JackieLamb.com, and you can download it from there. All right, and that's J-A-C-Q-U-I-E-L-A-M-B.com. Is that correct? Yes. JackieLamb.com. So, Jackie, this has been incredible, and, and the time has gone so quickly for you being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. Is there any last tips or strategies you'd like to leave our audience with before we say our farewells? Yes, just um, smudging your home, making it feel nice. How does it feel to you? And think about what you want to bring into it. So does it feel inviting, um, calm, happy, enlightening? So you want to create a space that you want to come home to every day. Mm-hmm. Color and positive, happy looking images. Absolutely fabulous. Well, Jackie, thank you for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. I really appreciate you giving us tips and strategies so that we can understand how feng shui and numerology plays a part in selling your house, buying a house, or in general what your life is. So, thank you for being a guest. Thanks, Lucy. It's been a joy being here. And I'd like to thank you, my audience, for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday show. I am so excited about the emails that are pouring in on a daily basis. I've been responding to them as quickly as possible. And I'm really grateful that you're giving me comments, tips, and letting me know what you thought about the Wealthy Wednesday show. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please remember to hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode and comment on the different interviews that I'm having so that I can provide you with the best service available. So until next week, Abundant Blessings. Are you ready to change your money flow? Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? Well, let me tell you, my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information. 
Thank you for listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends, your family, your tribe, and let other people know that the Wealthy Wednesday Show is creating a movement to make this world a better place, and we rely on you to get the word out so that we can create mass influence. So until next time, abundant blessings.